the things I focus on is eat, move and pause. What does the pause look like? The pause is meditation. I, I do a couple of hours of meditation a day. Hours? Yeah. For someone who can't sit still for five minutes, that's a lot. What does that look like? I started out with, I can sit still for a second, man. But now it builds, I can sit for about an hour, hour and a half without moving and now, and then I'll have to move and then I'll come back and sit. What it does, there's always ups and downs in life and it's constant. There is always going to be highs and lows. What the meditation does is help me go through those, notice the highs and lows and realise that they're happening but not to have to bring in the emotional responses that could cause damage if you go too high or too low and just go through them. It keeps me balanced. It's like a pendulum. It's always swinging, but what it does, the more I meditate, it slows the pendulum and creates stillness. And what I found is stillness is bliss. Mm. Bliss. That is chef and wellness coach Adam Guthrie, and this is the Osher Ginsberg Podcast. And thank you for being here. This is part two of episode 270 of the Osher Ginsberg podcast with chef and wellness coach Adam Guthrie. Thanks for being here. I'm Osher Ginsberg. Uh, you want to find out more about Adam? He's on Instagram, Adam Guthrie, G U T H R I E. Um, you want to find out more about me? Well, I don't want to. What can I tell you? I'm a TV host, I write books, I make podcasts, um, learning how to ride a motorcycle, I ride a bicycle, I, I like working out in the morning. I like coffee. Uh, married, beautiful stepdaughter, baby on the way. Life's pretty good today. Yeah. But anyway, that's about me. If you haven't heard part one of this show, which came out uh, two days ago, I would recommend highly you go back and listen to it because uh, Adam's story is just just getting started here with the second part. Do want to check in and just say thank you to everybody that came along to the School of Life gig in Sydney on uh, last night. We're doing another one tomorrow night in Melbourne, and um, I believe it's St Kilda Town Hall is the venue. I'm taking the podcast kit with me. Going to sneak in a quick chat on Thursday, Arbo, with a super secret guest. It's going to be good. Might be some stick, still some tickets left for that chat. It's a keynote I'm delivering on the topic of vulnerability, and then there's a Q&A and a conversation with Sean Pryor. It's going to be tops. It was great last night. Definitely looking forward to... Um, getting back to Melbourne and uh, doing it all again. I hope I can squeeze some vegan eats and a workout in as well. Uh, Osherginsburg.com for tickets to that gig. Just click through the links. You'll see the events page there with the School of Life in Melbourne. Speaking of uh, getting online and clicking, thanks for all the feedback about the two-part format of the show. Uh, we're trialing that at the moment. Send us your email or just, you know, feedback on the Facebook group is good. We're we're about 80-20 in favor of the two-part two, two-part format, which is a wonderful phenomenon of behavioral statistics if you ever want to dig into the 80-20 thing. It's fascinating. So we're probably okay here, but we're still in the testing phase. So please make sure you have your say. Email me or get on the Facebook group. There's a link at oshiginsberg.com. Speaking of emails, thank you so much for the Podsy pictures. Uh, Podsy's tops. It's um, just a picture 
that you, uh, you take on your phone right now of what you're listening to right now. So not unless you're driving. If you're driving, do not do this. But um, just pick up your phone, open the camera app, and uh, snap a picture and uh, either get me on the DMs on Instagram or just email it to me, send us your email at gmail.com. Two great ones came in this week. Luke shot a picture of what he was looking at as he was listening to the show. And it was shot across the dustiest dashboard I've seen in a long time behind the wheel of a paddock basher somewhere way out in the bush feeding a flock of sheep who all looked very, very happy to see him. Kind of like when my dog Frank hears me pop the lid of the container of dog food, times about 400 and dustier. Uh, it was a great picture. Another cracking pic came in from Phil who was making his way up Mount Hotham on a bicycle. He shot the photo at about 1,800 metres, which is a great amount of elevation for anyone it's a tough drive let alone on a bike so thanks for taking me up into the mountains with you phil it's a great honor uh, i'd love to ride those roads one day but i guess it's just a case of timing isn't it I'm gonna have to be more surgical more precise with my cycling as after the baby comes aren't i Maybe like two days no a day to be, let's be honest it'll be a day if i can um i'll figure it out other men before me have had kids and ridden bikes there's a way i'm sure Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So if you're just joining my conversation with Adam Guthrie this week, I would recommend you slide back and explore part one where Adam lays the foundations of what's about to be his epic triumph as he redefines who he is as a person through what he eats and how he moves his body. I'm so stoked for this conversation because of those two things. Nearly all of us have control over those two things. And once we wrangle those two things into our control, once we feel like we call the shots with how we eat and how we move, in my experience, the feeling of control over our lives starts to increase and starts to show your brain that, no, 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 we've got more power here than we thought. We're showing our brain the positive results and the good feelings that come from caring about ourselves and our brain, then that brain starts to seek those things out and we create this positive feedback loop. It's, in my experience, that's been good. Uh, I'm so stoked 
that Adam came on the show to chat with me. You can find out more about what Adam's doing over at ifeelgood.com.au. He's also on Instagram at Adam Guthrie, A-D-A-M-G-U-T-H-R-I-E. Just to remind you where we were when we had a break, Adam had just finished describing how at 39 he had a heart attack. One morning I got a phone call from a mate. The surf is going off. I thought, just give it everything I've got. And I give it everything and I just punch through the lip and just get to the other side and bang, I get this pain right in my chest, down my left arm, in my shoulder blade. And I'm going, man, pushed it a bit too hard there. I pulled a muscle. Went home, had a shower, came down, sat down to do some paperwork. That's when it happened. It really happened. Yeah. I sit down and I get this crushing pain in the chest. You know that feeling? You know, I don't know, when you were a kid, you know, I used to have mates or siblings, they'd sit on my chest and you just couldn't get them off. Oh, when you play stacks on. Yeah. yeah you got it. You got yeah. it, right? And I get this pain in my chest, this cold sweat, this nausea, and I had no idea really what was happening. And so to pick up where we left off, Adam had met another athlete who's also a doctor, was quite fascinated by Adam's story. We'll take it from there. He said, you know, it would be super cool to take you from a heart attack to an Ironman. <laughs> I've done eight. I'm a GP. I can get you there. Do you want to do it? And I said, and secretly, I've always admired people that could do that. I used to watch it as a kid and thought I could never get that fitness ever. Yeah. So I said, yeah, I'm going to, I'll jump on the bandwagon and um, I'm, I'm in. Let's do it. Yeah. I'll, so, I'll run. If you've got the stethoscope, I'll run next to you. Let's go. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> and he did. So we did. We so trained. he coached you? He coached me. Wow. He'd come by every morning. He'd, we'd swim together. We'd ride together. He got me really fit on the bike. Super fit. Yeah. And The weight would have just fell off you. Ah, it, it started to drop really yeah. fast. And I, I, I'm lighter now. I, I did the Ironman at 83 kilos. I'm 78 now. But, yeah, we trained. I'd sit on his, just on his wheel and he'd pace me. And For folks who don't, because um, I was doing that a bit this morning as I rode around the, around the park, for, for folks who have ever seen cyclists on the road, you'll often see them one behind each other like elephants or that you would see in the, in the wild. You basically... The person in front is 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 taking all the force of the wind, and you can actually sit behind them and expend I don't know like thirty percent less effort, maybe more, and you get a bit of a free ride. It's called draft. It's called drafting, <laughs> and it's it's pretty good actually. If you, can, if you can keep up with the person ahead of you, yeah. you do have to keep up and stay in that little pocket. But it's it's pretty great if you're. And I tell Audrey all the time, so if you just come riding with me, you don't have to be as fit as me. You just stay on my wheel, and you'll be you'll be fine. Yeah. Um. So how long from that that conversation in the car to the race was it how many okay. months did you have we had about 12 months oh, that's good it's a good amount of time yeah maybe, that's, maybe that's, nine months well know. that's a good amount of time for a bloke in his 40s training for his first Ironman that is a good amount of time yeah yeah and we'd booked the tickets we booked you know the event it was in Cairns and I went on I'd been training at about 10 to 12 Ks on my runs. I thought, no, I'm going to go at 21 K. And it was the worst thing I did. I went too hard too soon and I tore my tendon that joins my knee from my hamstring. And, and I literally on the side of the road, I had to ring someone to come and get me. And we were about three, three months, four months out. And I had to pull out. I couldn't do it. Oh, no. It was a bummer, man. And 
anyway, because I booked, I went up to support everyone that was doing it. But I tell you, I'm so glad that happened, that injury happened, because I had no idea what I was getting into. You know, these guys are leaving at dawn and coming in way after dark. And I'm going, Adam, you just weren't ready. It's like, 12 or 13 hours if you're, you know, yeah, in the middle fit, of the if – you're, if you're in the middle of the age group, it's yeah. a long day. A fit guy does it in about 12, th- yeah. 13. The pros do it at eight. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's someone who's like – a fit uh, enthusiast can do it in 11, 12 hours. That's 11 and 12 hours of going hard out. Exactly. Hard out. You <laughs> have 17 hours to do it in. I did it in 14 hours. Wow. 14 hours. So how did, where was the first one you did there if it wasn't Cairns? Okay, so it wasn't that. I came back and I thought, I need to, what's cancer next year? Yeah. I thought, okay, let's get this healed. It's starting to work. When I knew it was ready, I said, John, let's do it again. And so we did. And arrived there. He got me ready. Did the swim in about an hour and four. So it was a 3.8K swim, followed by a 180K bike ride, and then a marathon, a 42K run. So the full, the full, full Ironman, Iron the full Man. one. Yeah. So got out of the water, did a nice time, hopped on the bike, did that in about six and a half hours, which is sweet. But I got off the bike and then started the run and about 200 metres I got these massive cramps mm. like in my gut and I had to stop and tried to go to the bathroom, couldn't go to the bathroom and couldn't relieve myself and just crippled over. And I'm thinking, man, I'm, I'm out. Like almost, I can't, I can't go on. And so I just started to hobble along the path and I saw one of my mates who did the half and he said, Adam, what's going on, mate? I said, man, I'm, I'm in really bad pain and I can't, I just can't move. And He said, mate, I've done the numbers. You could walk the 42Ks and you'll come in under the 17 hours and be an Ironman. Just sit down, chill out, just rest. It'll come good. And I took his advice because I I said, mate, I need to bail. How do I get out of here? Yeah, right. He said, just don't do it. You've come come too far. DNF at that point, yeah. Come too far. And so I did. I sat down and then it came good. Normally I run 10Ks in about an hour, six Mm. minute Ks and – it took me two and a half hours to run that first 10 Ks. Mm-hmm. And then it clicked in and it all came back like the second wind and mm. just started to run, had a nice run. And then the last eight Ks, I bonked. It was like, you know, so I just walked the last eight yeah. Ks, just so sore, nothing left in the tank. Yeah. And as you do, you come around to the, uh, I don't know what they're called, but the, the finishing the race, shoot, the finishing they've shoot. got the you mic, got <laughs> they've got your timing yeah. chip, someone's on the microphone and go, hey, everybody, a big cheer for Adam, and you well, hear the voices. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, what they say, Adam Guthrie, you are an Iron Man. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I heard that, like, the year before, I'm going, man, that was the picture in my head when uh, I was training. I just, like, wanted that sound. So I run down that shoot and, that, you know, high-fiving and cross uh, the yeah. line, and it was amazing. And the guy who coached me, he was at the finish line. He came in about half an hour, an hour before me, couple, well, maybe a couple of hours before me, and he's standing there at the finish line. They wrap the uh, a towel around me, and he's there, and I look at him. And I just like burst into tears. Yeah, so emotional. I cried it's at the so end of my emotional. first marathon you, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's amazing feeling, yeah, yeah. you know. I wept. Wept. Yeah, yeah. Wept. Because it's just your whole body's like. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't it, isn't it extraordinary that you, you can go from that, you know, just how much is what your brain is telling you, you know, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. 
like you were 200 meters in after swimming and riding all that time you're 200 meters in 42 kilometers are running ahead of you which if you're if you're good at sub four hours all right if you're if you're good if you're you're good good, that's uh, that's four hours of running yeah if you're really good it's three hours of running if you're incredible it's you know yeah just two and a half (laughs) but still it's Four hours of running. I know it's a lot of time. It's a, it's a and long way. You're 200 way. meters from the start gate. You're like, oh, all the transports here. It's so easy to pull out. I you could got it. so easily just the toilets are here. There's water. There's a first aid station. I could do it right now. Yeah, that's incredible. That you that you had that. You know, knowing that no, no, there's more. I, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. And then just starting, just walking, just, just start walking, keep moving, and that's actually transferred into a great metaphor into my life now. It's taught me patience and persistence. Mm. Just keep going. You know, when stuff hits you all the time, you know, you may be heading towards, you've got a vision that you want to create something and then obstacles come. And I always bring it back now to that Ironman, that moment. It's okay. It's just part of the process. You just go through it, keep moving forward and things turn out and you get to the destination. And... I'm glad I didn't bail because I would never have had that reference. Yeah. Ever. Is, is, and and I, it's enjoyable to have that now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I think that's why a lot of people choose to, to pursue endurance sports because it is it's only one day of your life yeah but it's the metaphor and just teaching your brain that i don't know there's there when you think you're finished and when you're actually finished there's probably about a 70 percent difference you have so much more in the tank yeah so much more in the tank and as long as you don't stop stopping if you stop it's very hard to start again <laughs> but as long as you just keep moving in that direction you might not go as fast as you dreamed of going it might not look like the picture in your head yeah but as long as you keep moving in that direction you you're all right and yeah, you are yeah and just yeah, totally just and be, it's life we're just moving through it right the finish line is still there yeah it's not moving <laughs> every step is a step closer it might not be at a, you know a six minute pace yeah. it might be a 12 minute pace and i think also accepting that you know these challenges come up yeah and I found in my mind, if I accept those sort of things now, it takes the pressure away from things and things start to flow again. But I, when you get too caught on a result or a challenge that's coming your way and trying to work out why that happened and blaming that or whatever, now if I just look at it and just accept, okay, this has come this way, it's meant to happen, what's it teaching me, what can I learn through it, just ignore it or, and just keep moving. And keep focused on the outcome. Accepting that whatever goal you have 
there will be challenges that you can't yeah. foresee that will yeah. show up. Yep. And that as long as you just keep moving in the direction of that goal and accepting those challenges and, and adapting yep. to them, but yep. keeping in that direction. Keep the focus. You'll get it. it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's cool. It's pretty simple maths, but when you're in it, it's almost impossible <laughs> to believe. That's true. Absolutely. It's really hard when you're in it. And I've been in those places, like you have, where you just, you know, periods of depression. I went through periods of depression when I was at my last ends financially and just before the heart attack. And it was like a cloud, like I was in this fog. And I didn't even know I was in a fog until I came out of the fog. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So how did you get to Bali? When did moving to Bali become a good idea? <laughs> okay, so we had the business and we sold the business because Cairns, that first year that I went to Cairns, my daughter Rose, came, my eldest daughter, came to Cairns with me to watch the guys and she just whinged the whole time. Dad, I want to drop out of school. We're on school holidays. I'm not going back to school when we get back. How I'm dropping out. I just want to go live in Bali. At that time she was like... I don't know, 15 or something. Uh -huh. Yeah, you know the ones? <laughs> so I said, honey, you're not dropping out of school and we're not going to live in Bali. Anyway, we arrive home and we walk in the door and Rue, my wife, is sitting at the dining table with her laptop and she turns to Rose and said, Rose, I found this amazing school and I'd like you to go to it. I'm not going to any schools. I told Dad I'm dropping out. And she goes... It's in Bali. Now, I had not mentioned a word to Rue while we're on this trip. And you know those moments where you get goosebumps yeah, yeah. and your spine? And when I get them, I, I listen. They're like a little tap saying, here's something that you're destined to do. And Rose goes, oh, I could be interested in that. The whole, you know, so it was green school, yeah. green school Bali. So instantly I could feel it. I just said, let's book something. Let's go check it out. Went for a couple of weeks, checked it out. We all said, let's do it. So we did. We took our two daughters, Rose and Lily, to the green school for three years and we had an amazing time. And what was cool about it, because these girls, and I find it with a lot of kids at school, they don't tend to like school that much here and just the way it's taught, I think. So what happened when we arrived in green school, you'd wake up in the morning and your kids are going, hurry up, Dad, let's go, let's go, let's go to get to school. And then they come home from school and they're going, you have no idea what we did today. That never happened in Australia, never. Like they're super engaged. And it's because the school teaches, you know, it's through experiential learning. And they, like if you want to learn maths, English and science, let's go build a bamboo hut and you will learn it in that. They also look at the kids and look at what their learning styles are and what their interests are and create some curriculum around the kids that they can engage with and, and, and connect with it and, and they love it. Mm. So that was an amazing thing. And my daughter's got an amazing voice, Rose, the eldest, and she put it away when she went to school, high school, and then green school came out again and that was another moment where I'm standing there, her singing on stage and going, oh, my God, thank you, just green school, just to bring that back. Mm. But what was amazing was we ended up with a beautiful gift from Green School. I think we're the only, definitely the first, parents of Green School to have 
a beautiful half Balinese grandson <laughs> as a gift from green school. <laughs> so our 16 year old daughter ended up having a baby at green, well, while she was at green school. And he's such a beautiful guy. He's three and a half now. So we spent this year there. I worked on, you know, the plant-based diet. We kept making the app there, the meal plans every week. And I surfed a lot. And we came back to Australia and we were going to go back to Berry, but it just wasn't, didn't feel right. And my wife said, let's, let's go and have a look at Byron. So I went to Byron and we walked into town and we said, this is it. And we just got a place that day and stayed and it's been really enjoyable. But while we were there, a lot of people over those years kept asking me, Adam, how did you make the transition? What did you specifically do to go from like, you know, that really overweight guy that was unhealthy having a heart attack to you know, what you are now, where you're super healthy, you know, your cholesterol is 6.8, which apparently hardly anyone's had a heart attack at that, not 6.8, 3.8, under 3.9. There's very few people who've ever had a heart attack. Plenty in the range, the healthy range from 3.9 to 5 or 6, 6, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Heaps have it. I was at 4.8 when I had mine. Right. And so I thought, well, maybe because I'm a chef, maybe I could teach people how to do that. And I created a program, an online program. We've had about 200, 250 people go through it now. Mm-hmm. And it's consistent, the results. I get them to get their blood test done before and I get them to do it after, around five, week five or six. And I teach them a very simple way of how to go shopping, come back, do some prep for the week, and then start super easy to eat this way. Because unless you do a bit of prep, it's very hard to... Because the food can take a little bit longer to cook. But if you do these few staples, you know, for a few hours on a weekend, you're set up for the week and it's super easy to eat this way. So I teach people how to do that and this is what's happened. Everyone that follows it, everyone that eats the way, their blood pressure drops, their cholesterol drops, they lose between 2 and 10 kilos, they have more energy than they've ever felt. Mm. Now a year later, people stay in the group Two people have reversed type 2 diabetes. The wow. doctors, you no longer have it. Two people. Wow. And it happened within 14 weeks, That's 12 incredible. to 14 weeks. That's incredible. Yeah. People have, been, have their medicated, medications halved, just eating this way, for high blood pressure and cholesterol. And one lady's gone on to lose 30 kilos, the same as me. And it's been incredible, like, to see the transformation Mm -hmm. and I'm just grateful that I've been given an opportunity and I have a skill set that can teach this Mm. to show people how easy it is once you learn the principles and then I teach them the principles of plant-based nutrition because everyone's fear is where do you get your protein where do you get calcium you know all those sort of things which you know we've you know we've been conditioned to believe that if I was to say to you where do you well maybe not you but if I said to (laughs) someone that ate dairy where do you get calcium they'd say dairy you know because they were they they saw it on an ad once yes and the ad said That's the only yeah. place you can get yeah. it. But you and I know it's full of it's plenty of it in leafy greens. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's a lie, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a, and unfortunately so. You know where the education comes from is you yeah. know the people that can afford to get their voice the loudest, and you know if that's the lobbies of the industry, then that's yeah. that's the voice that people. Remember. I mean, I distinctly remember when we moved to Queensland, there were all these nutrition posters all over the grade one classroom, and they were the dairy farmers of Queensland logo in the bottom right corner. Yeah, you know, 
but I'm five. I don't know that, yeah, you know, that I may want to question that message. But yeah, I, I'm such a smart ass when people yeah. say, where do you get your protein from? I say, well, what's protein? <laughs> Amino acids. And they don't, but a lot of people go, oh, it's, like, it's not, it's like a jar or something. You go to the <laughs> cupboard and sprinkle on your food. Yeah. Um, but what you're talking about is, is, is extraordinary. And, you know, being able to scale it beyond the one-on-one, taking it online is, uh, is, is a very interesting thing. Mm. I would love to see it as a part of like when you check into the ICU, you know. I would love to see that That's too. one of the pamphlets. That's one of the things they give you. You know, it's like, and here you go. You get 12 weeks of, Ad- of Adam's program. Off you go. You know. Exactly. Because it is. It's a lifestyle shift. But I guess to, for any shift, is, and I, I want to ask you this, is like you obviously, you know, experience, you, you love to surf, you love your kids, but what was the why for you? What was the reason that you're like, I can't live this way, I need to change? What was your why that kept you at that little bit of extra effort to change the way you ate? That's a good question. What was my why? Yeah. I didn't want to be around and you know, I was happy to move on from this life. It was, my life is pretty painful. And when I started to see other people eating this way and getting results, it gave me a little glimmer of hope that I could do it. And then once I started to produce the results, my mind shifted. Now, it's interesting in regards to depression, I spoke to one of the guys at Black Dog, um, just in a cafe one day, one day, one of the doctors, he was, he told me it was from there and he was told him about the plant-based diet. And he said, we've been doing a lot of research on plant-based diet and mental health. And he said, there's good evidence that it actually improves mental, you know, mental health. And so that started to happen. I started to think clearer. And then my biggest why was was really, number one, to prove that cardiologist wrong first. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> and the other reason then was to actually make it a mission to, man, if I can feel this good, I want other people to experience this and therefore teach them how to do it. And like if, and you've got to be around, you know, if you're going to stay around this planet, you may as well do something that's good, that contributes. Yeah. And... I thought, well, I'm going to hang around. I love my wife. I love my eldest son, James, 27. My daughter, Rose, who's 21. And my other daughter, Lily, who's now 17. And my grandson, two grandsons, actually. And Felix and Phoenix. And I want to be, you know, I want to enjoy life with them. And I want to be able to be able to move again. Like, I love movement. And I would like to do stuff with them. Like my grandson and I, we just hang out. He's three and a half. We hang out down the beach and I want to be able to, you know, surf with him. And I want to be able to do all this stuff and enjoy life and just feel good because it feels good. You know, the things I focus, so they're my whys. They're my whys. And, you know, the things I focus on is eat, move and pause. They're the three things. And I've found out a way of eating that really supports me makes me feel good, keeps me clear, keeps me super healthy, gives me energy. I move my body. Another great thing for depression. Since I started training for Ironman, I never felt another day of depression. That's fantastic. Never. That's great to hear. Never. 
Yeah. Okay. And That's it kicks great. in on a, if I, it kicks in around about the 2K mark, the yeah. endorphins, man. Yeah. And I'm going, yes. And I'm a high for the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's super good, man. And it's in your body. It's, All you got to do is this particular set of movements and it pops out. Yep. It's, Pretty good if your if your brain is healthy. Yes. If your brain's healthy, it'll do it. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah, super well, good. What does the pause look like? The pause is meditation. I I do a couple of hours of meditation a day. Hours. Yeah. For someone who can't sit still for five minutes, that's a that's a lot. What does that look like? I started out with I couldn't do that when I started, but I started when I was twenty one, twenty three, I think. Yeah. And I came across an Eastern philosophy, a meditation, yoga. And the principles of that is a vegetarian diet. That's one of the reasons I became vegetarian. You know, live a uh, no drugs or alcohol. Mm -hmm. That helped me stay off alcohol. Mm -hmm. And fortunately, I never went down the drug path. And um, a moral life, you know, just do good. And those three things support the meditation. And the purpose of the meditation is to come in contact with your source. And it's a meditation technique that helps that happen. Mm -hmm. And is it a mantra? It's based? a mantra, mantra yeah. based. So stilling the mind, mm -hmm. it stills the mind. So I'll sit and I'll do a mantra, and I'll, I'll do that. You know, for when I first started, I couldn't sit still for a second, man. But now it builds. I can sit for about an hour, hour and a half without moving, and now and then I'll have to move, and then I'll come back and sit. And sometimes I'll do an hour in the morning, hour at night. Sometimes I'll do the one sitting. What does it give me? I get you? up around three, four o'clock. What it gives me, ask my wife that. She knows if I don't meditate, like I'm not the same person. And she'll, she'll kick me out of bed if some days you don't want to do it. She'll kick me out of bed. And um, what does it give me? It gives me a connection with my source, my, you know, that energy that's flowing through you. It gives me it, what it does you know, life, like there's always ups and downs in life, like, and it's constant. I think it's a universal truth that there is always going to be highs and lows. What the meditation does is help me go through those, notice the highs and lows and realise that they're happening, but not to be, not, not to have to bring in the emotional responses that could cause damage if you go too high or too low and just go through them, it keeps me balanced. That's what it does, it's balanced. It's like a pendulum, it's always swinging, but what it does, the more I meditate, it slows the pendulum and creates stillness. And what I found is stillness is bliss, mm. bliss, absolute bliss. And it sets up my day and I feel amazing for doing that. So eat, move and pause. Do your kids meditate? Uh, no, they, uh, my eldest son does, he started. Yeah. yeah. So you, you talk to them about it and just like, if you want to do it, you can do it. If you don't. Yeah. And same with the food. They grew, they grew up vegetarian. And I, I, I'm a big believer and I teach this in my program. You know, as soon as you find something that works for you, you want to share it with everybody and it can land on the wrong ears at the wrong time with the right, wrong energy. And it's, you get pushed, it's a pushback, yeah? So the best thing that I've found over the years is to just lead by example. You be the change, like Gandhi said, yeah? <laughs> Just be the change. So you do it. And then what happens? People approach you. Yeah. And when they approach you, that's a good time to have the conversation. Say, yeah. well, do you really want to know? And if they say yes, that's what I do. And then I'll have a conversation. As soon as there's any push in it, I'll just back off and just yeah. leave it because that's all they needed at that point in time. 
never convince someone. <laughs> what 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 guy? What overweight? depressed guy in his 40s isn't going to hear a story of a man who had a heart attack that nearly killed him then reversed the heart disease through diet and went on to finish an iron man um, and not go no nah, no nah, i'll be right i'll be right i won't change anything <laughs> like that's pretty inspirational man thanks man that's pretty that's inspirational stuff and i, I you know the parallels between what you described just before you burst your artery and your meditation is not lost on me. You know, that the meditation gives you the power to, to paddle over those waves, you know, rather Absolutely. than be smashed by them. Absolutely. That's, you know, that's extraordinary. I mean, and also to hear you go, you couldn't sit still for a minute and now you can do an hour. That does give me hope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> it, does, it does give me I'm hope. I'm glad you got hope. Because <laughs> um, there is the, hope. If there's people, people who are listening who either want, you know, to get on board with this program or to maybe, you know, suggest this program to someone they care about, what's the best way for them to do that? Go to adamguthrie.com adamguthrie.com yeah yeah and that's where they can find it it's it's primarily is it a how long is the program initially it's a four five week program okay and massive results happen in that period of time and then people stay in and so you're not asking for six months no 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 no, but but you're also you see results in four weeks and what's what sounds great about it to me is and this is what i I talked about earlier is you know if you're like i always think about because i've just been we could do a whole other conversation about you know, mental health and gluten, but that's a whole other, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. Really, I'd be interested in that. Oh, mate! It's, yeah. uh, since I've been, di- I just got diagnosed celiac about three months ago, and I, yeah. So anyway, what's really fascinating is that I think about there's a, there's a mate of mine. He's a lovely bloke, I love him to pieces. He's one of the, my dearest friends in the world. He's like six foot five, Scottish. You know, I always think about, and you know, he lives the way he lives. He's a great bloke, and um, you know, doesn't mind a drink, doesn't mind a pie, you know. Like, if I think about this guy, I'm like, if he was suddenly faced with a lifestyle shift like this, he'd be like, so I'll eat, Paul, I just won't eat. That's it. That's all. <laughs> you know, it's like, how can you take someone who's doesn't know any other way? And this is the way they saw their parents cook. This is the way they saw their grandparents cook. They, they don't just, it's so foreign. It's so foreign. It's almost like you resist it because it's so so foreign. Like we resist it like we resist a, a strange person who has a face that we're not familiar with or, you know, someone who has a different skin color. I'm afraid of that because I don't know it. It's like, no, you just don't know it. That's it. That you're able to go, okay, here's the thing. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take you from this figure on the blood test sheet to that figure on the blood test sheet. And here's all the other people who have done it. And here's the proof behind it. Yeah. And uh, here's, here's how to do it. Just do exactly this by exactly that. That's pretty good. That's pretty, you know, pretty ABC for someone who's who's looking to make a shift. Absolutely. And yeah, a simple guy like me, that's what I need. It's just a simple <laughs> step-by-step thing. And, you know, you're never perfect with it. You'll fall off the wagon. Yeah. But if you bring it back to the Ironman analogy, if you fall off the wagon, it's just like, I have this saying, focus on progress, not perfection. So if you fall off, just get back on next meal, make it a beautiful whole food plant-based meal. And then the gaps get longer. And we teach that in the program because, you know, people have had been eating this way for many, many, many years. One person in our group, she was hadn't moved her body in like 20 years really and she could, it took her 22 minutes, she said, to walk one mailbox. From her back. house? Yeah, and back without... <gasps> Yeah. Now she walks 35 minutes every day and then goes for a swim in the afternoon and does Tai Chi. 
That's brilliant. That's in a year. That's brilliant. That changed her world. Yeah. You know? And you're exactly right. If it all comes back to, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to sit on the couch with a remote in your hand yeah. for the next 20 years and wait to die? Yeah. Or do you want to be down on the beach playing with three-and-a-half-year-old grandkid going, all right, look at That's this. That's right. Or do you want to go do an Ironman? You <laughs> <laughs> should do it on plants. <laughs> Amazing, mate. I'm so grateful you made the journey. Thanks for sharing your story. Pleasure, mate. That was Adam Guthrie. You can find out more about Adam uh, on Instagram. You can let him know that you heard him here on the show, A-D-A-M-G-U-T-H-R-I-E, or on his website, ifeelgood.com.au. Thank you very much to everyone that helped make the show today. Uh, Super producer Rachel Barrett, Andy uh, Ma on the audio production, location logistics this week from Lauren Miller, music, as always, by Toe also known as Mike Mills, also known as the prog rock cape-wearing demon of Melbourne, And um, a massive thank you to you for being here because if there is no audience, I make no show. So uh, there's lots of you. Uh, Wow, doing well lately. So if if you really like to help us out, you can tell someone else about the show. That is really helping. But we are, for a little podcast that could, we're doing all right. So if you feel like sharing it, we'd really appreciate it. We certainly hope you have a great week. Um, We is me and the team, I guess. I'm sure we all. I speak for the team. I certainly hope you have a great week. Try and take control of the things you can, accept the things you can't. Yeah, just try that. And I'll talk to you next time. You're the best. Uh, Melbourne, I'll see you tomorrow night. Email me if you need anything or you can find me on Instagram. Until we speak next Monday, sleep well and dream of beautiful things. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.